0: Pastor Ross, Pastor Paul, Pastor Keith, all the mothers in the house, praise some worship leaders, and put your hands together again for our musicians. Amen. Keep on doing great things. All the mothers again, all the sisters, praise God, and brothers, urshers, we thank you for you being in your place, amen. Greeting to everybody they walk in with a great big smile. Amen. That means a lot. Amen. And thank God for our young people, children here today. I'm trying not to be here before you long. Praise the Lord. And I was been studying all week long. We've been having some fantastic teaching coming from the Sunday school, starting with that, and then we've been getting some great lesson taught to us, and Bible studies on Tuesday night. And then you're getting fed all this word. Amen. You thing you think about now? I got to return regurgitate what I've been eating. Amen. And I said there's so much on the plate. Praise just like being in a buffet. Praise the Lord. But it's all good. Look at somebody said the word is good for what's alien. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, I rushed out the house this morning and I got my wife Bible. I borrowed your Bible, left mine. But we switched cars the last minute because we, you know, want to switch so she can put some gas in her car. That's what fathers do, amen. <laughs> my Bible's in my car, and I thought, okay, we're in your car, so let me use your Bible. We, that's all right, amen. The word is the word, amen. We turn to the book of Acts, the 27th chapter. And we're going to start reading around the 27th verse. Ask Sister Johnson to read for me. I'm in mean, unfamiliar Bible. This, this is a big Bible she got. I think it weighs like 10 pounds. Stuff falling out. <laughs> Where am I still? Hey. So Sister John, you gotta help me out. Help your sister. Keep me out and keep it off my back. Amen. 27 chapter Acts, starting at verse 27. Yeah. 27, 27, 27. Amen. Acts of the apostles. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yeah Praise the Lord. Verse twenty, I mean chapter twenty-eight, verse one continues the story. It didn't end right there. Read for me, verse twenty-eight and one. I mean, chapter twenty-eight, verse one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right there. Hey Amen. We have covered a lot of ground, a lot of powerful information that have been shared for your hearing today. And uh, we're gonna try to go through it so you can see how it parallels with what happened in the first century to what's going on in your lives today. We all have some trials and different things that happen in our life that take us through some different storms kind get an amen. But it's important, praise God, that we remain calm in times of the storms. Paul, we have here, and some prisoners on a boat were headed out on the sea because they were taking Paul to be trial. And sometimes every day we seem like we are going through a test. Can you say amen? When we wake up in the morning, we don't know what may happen during the day, but if we pray it up and keep our mind steadfast on Jesus, we can make it through the day. Can I get an amen? We don't know what may confront us when we see stories that are being broadcast now called when they see us. We don't know what they may see or what they may think they saw. Amen. But we are uh, sometimes always faced with a test. But we have to remain calm and in the time of the storm. We have here Luke the writer. Amen. And he I found out Pastor it was a Gentile as well. And then you think about it in the Bible, a lot of these texts and passages we share are for the Jews. And you say, Well, I'm not a Jew. But then you're either a Jew or a Gentile. Amen. They were going through the tests. Luke was there. He recorded this for our hearing today. And then we see Paul and we see the sellers and other prisoners. And some soldiers are guarding the prisoners. And Then we had the centurion guarding Paul. Then don't forget the main important person in this story is God. He was there also, amen. God is here right now. Look at somebody. God is in the house. Don't leave God out, amen. When you're going through the storm, you think about me, myself, and I, but don't you forget God is there also, amen. He's right there in the presence, praise the Lord. They were going through a place. They was on a ship, amen, sailing across the Adriatic Sea going to another place called Malta, and during a terrible stormy season, sometimes some people, the scholars say it was around like October or the fall of the year, but they were going through the storm, and yet they survived the season, amen. Then we have what happened. Paul, he warned them. Sometimes preachers will warn you about certain things that you should be aware of, you may encounter in life, but are you listening, Amen. Paul warned them before the storm came that they're going to be a rough storm that we may come into. Like Ben Jones may send out a news warning on the, on the TV saying a hurricane is coming. But some folks say, well, I'd rather go through the storm before I do anything. Amen. But, like, we have to realize we're living in the last days now. And there are storms in your life going to come. But are you ready? We come to church so we can be Ready. Whatever we may encounter in our life, that we will have to fight and with our armor on, we are prepared against the fiery darts of the devil. Amen. Paul warned that this trip would be disastrous. In verse 5, he said that in chapter 27, but the pilot and the centurion didn't listen. And they determined to sail away anyway. When a terrible storm came, Paul encouraged everyone and told them them, what to do. This time, the Roman crew listened. When the storm comes and the wind starts to blow, people start to listen. Then the church starts to fill up when the wind and the storm and their lives start to happen. They'll start listening then. When the doctor gave you a bad report, it like people will listen then. When the lawyer said you might lose your case, then it seemed like people will listen. It like storms are necessary because that's about the only time some people will pay attention. That's the only time they feel like I need God when there's some trouble coming in my life. When the children are aching a food and they slipping out the window and sleeping out the door, going through the store, shop living, then it not seem like they'll listen then. Perhaps. Amen. I say that perhaps to put that disclaimer because sometimes they, some people still don't listen. Don't realize God is trying to tell you something. When you're going through your trials and your tribulations, maybe, maybe God is trying to tell you something. Paul warned them about the trip will be disastrous, but they kept on wanting to go. But then when the storm and weather started to happen, then they listened. This time the crew listened. Paul also, he began to pray. He thanked God. He prayed this in front of people. You know, prayer is a change thing. You kind of get an Amen prayer, change thing. Give God your attention. Give him your attention. Like when Mary and Martha were having Jesus in their house and one of them sat down at his feet and listened to what God had to say. God wanted to speak to you but, you, but you got to give him your attention. Paul had confidence to encourage others, even his captors and give a clear testimony of his faith in Christ. Some of us have to give a testimony, even when we're being challenged. It seems like when people disagree, seems like people don't have deaf ears on what you're trying to say, but still keep your confidence and keep your hope and faith in Christ. God is present and in control of our storms. We can take courage and have hope because we know that God is with us and he what, cares for us. Even when we are going through difficult times, we should encourage and help others and give clear evidence of our faith. Sometimes you may have some problems you're going through. You, we all have challenges to kind of get an amen. You may not feel your best in the morning, but when you get up, you still say good morning to somebody. You don't walk around with a frown on your face. You may not feel your best. Get up at the bed, your bones aching in every, every joint. Amen. Shoulder hurting. <laughs> Talking about myself now. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Got a crook in your neck. Knees hurting. Back hurting. Teeth hurting. My wife, i will going tell y'all I'm I'm distracting a little bit now. My wife came home the other day, and the man saw her somewhere. I don't know where she was at. And the man saw her how beautiful her teeth is, white and he said you got the beautiful teeth. <laughs> but she but being a woman she is, she just smiled, amen. And showed him her teeth. <laughs> I must, y'all y'all forgive me. I went off track a little bit. Nothing wrong with laughing, amen. Sometimes you have to laugh, keep them what, crying. That's a strategy, man. Remember that. Instead of fighting and cursing out somebody, you might need to find something funny in them. And you can laugh it off. Amen. Some people say, I curse you. They'll be glad I'm saved. Say amen. Some folk, and, they, and they be like the mothers in the church. Amen set you straight. Amen. But we got to be what? Role models on Father Day, Daddies, Amen. Let me get back in here. The main parallel to this life of Paul is his attitude in the middle of a crisis. Sometimes we have crisis events in our lives. Things don't go our way. You know, and we all have different challenges, but you have to be like Paul. The attitude matters. You have to be positive and encouraged and give directions. Sometimes people don't want to hear your instructions, but you've got to give them instructions on the best way to go. Be like Paul and, and give an example of being a faithful follower. You know, some people are not followers. They are fans. I was telling Pastor Ross, I saw a movie called Not a Fan. You know, we got people that enjoy feeling good. You know, they talk about Golden, uh, what they call the Golden State, Golden what is it? Warriors. Okay. See, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Amen. <laughs> and the Raptors. Amen. I enjoy sports. I enjoy the Georgia Bulldogs. I enjoy the Peach County Trojan. Amen. That's being a fan. But then a follower, they'll be there. I don't care what if they 0 and 11, they'll be right there. Regardless of their losing. And that's how we should be, regardless of where we are. If you're a fan, you're there for the entertainment value of going to church. I'm just there because I like the praise and worship. I love the music. But are you a follower? Are you a follower? Not just a fan. A follower is more important because be do not care what the weather is like. Don't care what the storm is going through. They are a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm using that as figurative language, like a parable. Some of you will get it. After all, we talk about that and some will get the parable and some won't. But the parable with most people that followers, they'll get the parable. But the fans, like the folks that are just there to get something to eat. Amen. They, well, they won't get to understand the understanding of the story. because so when the food run out, they go home. I'm reading the scripture, right? That's Bible, right? But the follower be there because you don't have any fish and mullet and trout, and bass, and shrimp cramps, whatever you call (laughs) them. They'll stay with you. Be a follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The action concerning your problems, take steps and make plans how to combat the problems that you're confronted with. One of the main ways I'm going to be out your way and get out your way, I'm not going to be long. The one of the ways to overcome your problems is to what? Fathers on Father Day, pray. Let your children see you pray. Let your family see you pray. Let them not only see you, but hear you praying. And let them see you acting out on the prayer. You walking out by faith on the prayer. Amen. I have an acronym for Father. Let me read I it. I got. I wasn't going to show it, but right here. F stands for always being forgiven. That's a father. Always be forgiven. And a lot of your children will know you're a forgiven person, cause sometimes people are not forgiven; they hold things against you forever. And these attributes can be for women as well as men. Be forgiven, praise the Lord. I was think I looked back and I saw the little girls back there and Solomon back there, brother. So I remember one day in Sunday school, I asked them to describe you. You remember that? It's okay to share that. I'm going sh- to share it anyway, amen. I'll open it up now. <laughs> it's, since it's Father's Day, amen. I, I asked the girls, how would, we were talking about character, and someone asked the definition of the word character. And I explained it's traits. And all of you in here have different character traits, like a person in a movie, a person in a novel, a short story. You have traits. So I asked them, what kind of traits would you give uh, Brother Solomon? I said, it had to be one word only now. It could be a hyphenated word, okay? But they said, laid back. And and everybody in the class kind of agreed. That's Brother Solomon, laid back. Then the last one, the other young lady, who was one? What's your name? She gave one, really was very impressive. She said, he's a gentleman. As a father, we I like those two traits. You can be laid back in the time of the storm. And be a gentleman when people see you. When they see us, what do they see? Some people are going to put some dark characters on you. Amen. Something evil. Some people are going to speak something negative anyway. But that's their character. But what you see, a man that's what? Forgiving. A stands for covered with the armor of God, and he helps protect his family with an armor of God. T, being a teacher and being an example. So you have to be a teacher. You got to come and learn the word to be able to share and be able to teach, be able to speak life in someone else, and you got the word of God on the inside of you, it'll come easy to teach others, teach your children etiquette and how to manners and teach them how to behave, how to carry themselves in school, not only in church, but wherever they go out in the community. When they go into the store, they won't be grabbing stuff trying to put it in their pockets. You call they have being taught. And guess what? How many of you kn- I know you have seen it before when some other family member or stranger said, I like how your children act. How you many been told that before? Make you feel good when another person compliments how your children behave because of what you have taught them because you've been a great teacher. H and father stands for a helper in time of need. Or no need at all. You still want to help. Amen. You don't wait when a tragedy happened or bereavement happened, but you've been a help within season and out of season. And E, the memory of a father is everlasting. So whatever you do, amen, you're gonna, they're going to remember it forever. Even in the younger days, when you get old, they're going to remember. I mean, let's do this one here because I did it before. I'm can you remember this. When I count to three, I want you to clap your hands when I say go. Okay? Ready? Put your bibles down. This is for you young people. I'm trying to catch everybody in the audience. You got young, not so young. Amen. When I count to three, Raise your hand, everybody. Let me see your hand. All right. You gotta have both hands free. I'ma count to three. When I say go, I want you to clap one time. Being a teacher, you got to follow instruction. Everybody hand not raised. I can see the class now. <laughs> Just keep your hand raised. So I know you're not cheating. Amen. I, I do that with my children. Let me see your hands. You got no notes written in your hand. Amen. All right, when I count to three, I want you to clap those two hands you got raised one time when I say the word go. Okay? One, two, three. Why y'all didn't clap y'all hands? Okay. Go. Uh, go. Go. <laughs> amen it's a, it's a demonstration Pastor Ross it's a demonstration that's all it is people will remember that what you do more than what you say some people clap their hands because they saw me do it not what I said heard what I said they did because they saw me do it and that's a Parallel to our lives and fathers every day. The children remember what you do more than what you say. You can say you love them, but what do you do to, sh- to show that love? You can say you were going to be there at the program. You say it, but when you show up, that matters. Amen. You say you're going to be at the game. You say it with your lips. But what you do They always have a memory of their fathers based on what you do. And please let it what you do be positive. Can I get an amen? And last are fathers looked up to and also respected. Today we celebrate Father's Day. Honor the fathers not because we fear being what going to our graves early. Amen. But the scripture said that too in the Old Testament. Honor what your father Let your days what? So stop giving your fathers and mothers such a hard time, children. Amen. Love them. Honor them. Appreciate them these days that we're living in. And in the times of the storm, we know God is with us and he cares for us. Stay in the word of God so you can perform these tasks in this acronym. But you need power from on high to succeed. A member of a certain church, and this is my closing, who previously had been attending services, regularly stopped going. After a few weeks, the pastor decided to visit him. It was a chilly evening. The pastor found the man at home alone, sitting before a blazing fire. Guessing the reason for his pastor's visit, he welcomed him in, let him in, and invited him to sit in a big chair near the fireplace and waited. The pastor made himself comfortable but said nothing. In the gray silence he contemplated the play of the flames around the burning logs. After some minutes the pastor took the fire tongs the little thing you pick up logs with. Carefully picked up a brightly burning ember and placed it to one side of the heap all by itself. Then he sat back in his chair, still silent. The host watched all this in quiet fascination as one of the lone embers' flames diminished. There was a momentary glow, then its fire was no more. Soon it was cold and dead as a doughnut. Not a word had been spoken since the initial greeting. Just before the pastor was ready to leave, he picked up the cold, dead piece of wood and placed it back in the middle of the fire. Immediately, it began to glow once more with the light and warmth of the burning coals surrounding it. As the pastor reached the door to leave, his host said, thank you so much for your visit. And especially for the fiery sermon. I shall be back in church next Sunday. That's a parable, the story. Some of you got it, some maybe didn't. <laughs> At this time, everybody stand to your feet. If you need prayer for anything, please come on this Father's Day. Our Father in Heaven, He loves and He cares for you. Whatever storm you may be confronting or in right now, He cares. He'll be by your side and see you through your storm. Maybe health problems, a health issue, financial, or just like now. They come. I'm starting a class, Ms. Uh, Brown. For mental health in middle school. Uh, So much of the suicide rates are starting to increase. You got police officers now committing suicide. They're supposed to be the one protecting. So you got mental challenges, financial challenges, physical challenges, health. Whatever your need may be, God knows before you even ask. But we have not, because we ask not. So at this time, we extend you and we
1: take you for prayer. <laughs>